You are listening to an Activators episode from Imagine 5. Imagine 5 is an impact nonprofit creating stories that inspire and empower you to live a more sustainable life. Welcome back to another Activators episode where we give you practical and powerful ways you can help take care of our earth. I'm your host, Megan Lambert. We know that eight out of 10 people care passionately about climate change, and yet over half don't know where to start. That's where these Activator episodes come in. In the last Activator episode, we covered five ways to be more sustainable when it comes to food. And today, as it is December, 2023, we're looking at Christmas. If you don't celebrate Christmas, feel free to give this episode a pass and join us next month when we talk about travel. Okay, back to Christmas. This is a time that is famously indulgent, extravagant, and dare I say it, wasteful. And yet, if you're here, you're someone who cares passionately about the earth, who wants to be part of the movement to regenerate the earth and to leave a small carbon footprint. So what can you do when it comes to Christmas specifically? We've pulled together five tangible ways you can make your Christmas greener for you and for your family. But first, I want to remind you that perfect is the enemy of good. We talked about this on the last episode, but just a little warning that don't let caring about the earth suck all the fun and joy out of your celebrations in an attempt to do it perfectly because not only is that impossible, but it also will make, yeah, it will just make the holiday season less enjoyable. So instead, take small steps toward being more eco-friendly. The second one is to remember to act as if you matter because you do. And if each of us acted as if we mattered and as if the actions we took mattered, that would create massive change on the planet. So even though it might feel small, you might feel like, it's just little old me, (laughs) you matter, the actions you take matter. And finally, uh, you may be the eco leader of your family. This means you may want to create changes in how Christmas is celebrated in your home, which can be challenging to do with family members who aren't as aware or passionate about the earth. If this is you, stay tuned until the end where I'll share some advice on what to do in this situation. Okay, let's dive in. So the challenge, this time of year is famously wasteful. Here are a few statistics. In the US alone, it's generated that an additional 1 million tons or more of waste is generated each week between Thanksgiving and New Year's Day with a significant portion of this waste compromising wrapping paper, packaging, and other holiday-related items. We're going to talk about wrapping paper shortly, but this is a huge one to take a look at. The UK creates 30% more waste than usual during this festive period. Yikes. So what can you do? Here are five powerful ways to make your festivities more environmentally conscious. Number one, be mindful in your gift giving. According to ResearchGate, the biggest Christmas CO2 emissions increase is from shopping. The average person's Christmas shopping adds 310 kilograms of CO2 emissions, which is 477 Christmas puddings, by the way, to their carbon footprint. Wow. And about one third of that Christmas shopping is in gifts that go unwanted and unused by the recipient. So a third of that is directly from gifts that nobody wanted in the first place and nobody's using. (laughs) Yikes, that's a lot of waste. So what can you do? The first question to ask yourself is, can you reduce the number of gifts that you give and receive? I don't know about you, but I am a new mom and 
one of the things I've seen floating around on Instagram is advice on gifts for children. And it's one thing you want, one thing you need, one thing you wear, one thing you read. Each child would get four gifts. One thing they want, one thing they need, one thing they wear, one thing they read. I love that because it's practical, simple, and fun way to reduce the number of gifts. So another way, another thing you could consider is giving only one item to each person or doing a gift exchange. Or if you have to buy more presents, at least make sure it's something that the person truly wants. Wish lists are great for this. Personally, I recently asked my family not to give us any gifts unless they were A, experiential, like a hiking trip, tickets to see a concert or a massage gift card, B, reused or previously loved, or C, homemade. So those are my criteria. I said no gifts unless they're experiential, reused, or homemade. And this required more creativity from people, but it also created gifts that felt so special to me. So here are a few examples of a reused gift that might be perfect for your Christmas. Passing on your favorite book, regifting a dress or clothing item in good condition. You can clean and give jewelry that you already own or gift a favorite plant. You can also go thrift store shopping for high quality secondhand goods. If you want to go the homemade route, a few ideas, family scrapbook filled with photos, do-it-yourself body lotions and scrubs. There's some great recipes you can find online for that. Handmade Christmas decorations. I used to paint Christmas balls that we would put up on the tree. And if you do want to buy something new for your gifts, look for gifts that are specifically marketed as sustainable, such as locally made candles, reusable tote bags, or fair trade treat. Another beautiful idea is to donate to charity in someone's name as a gift. Zero waste, a thoughtful gift, and others receive the goodness too. Win all around. All right, change number two. Are you ready? Wrap your gifts well. So most mass-produced wrapping paper and gift bags are printed with unsustainable inks and coated with shiny foils, which means that they aren't recyclable. In Britain alone, 277,000 miles of wrapping paper is thrown away each Christmas, enough to stretch to the moon. Wow. And most of that is not recyclable. So what can you do? You can get creative and wrap gifts with materials that you have around the house already, such as old maps, comics, newspaper, or paper shopping bags. You can also use any pretty clean fabrics like scarves, bandanas, dish towels, sarongs as reusable wrapping paper. That's what I do personally. I live in Bali and so we have a lot of sarongs. So I often will wrap a gift in a sarong or a scarf. You can also use reusable gift bags and boxes. So just make sure you keep any that you receive and then you can use them next year for someone else. And if you do want to buy new wrapping paper, opt for 100% recyclable versions. So a good rule of thumb, if it scrunches up into a ball and keeps its shape, it's probably recyclable. All right. Christmas swap number three, choose the right tree. That rhymed and I didn't even mean for it to. So choosing the right Christmas tree. I used to think that a reusable plastic tree would be the greener option. And I actually did a poll on my Instagram asking people which one they thought was the greener option, a real tree or a reusable plastic tree. 44% of people thought it was the reusable plastic tree. What's your guess? This is a little quiz. Turns out, in general, a real tree is the more sustainable option. And here's why. According to Carbon Trust, a six and a half foot artificial tree is responsible for 40 kg of greenhouse gas emissions, which means you need to reuse this tree for about 10 Christmases to keep its environmental impact lower than buying a real tree every year, 
Of course, this depends on the materials used in the fake tree. Other estimates say you have to use it for 20 Christmases to make it lower impact than a real tree. So about two thirds of the artificial tree's carbon footprint is the plastic it's made from. Plastic also doesn't break down the way a real tree does. If you're keen to buy a plastic tree, you can also look out for one made from recycled materials or a pre-owned one. Generally, the best bet is to buy a real tree as tree farms plant thousands of trees each year, which helps sequester carbon and provide habitat for wildlife. Just make sure when you're done with your tree to recycle it. Most cities now offer Christmas tree recycling and composting services. This helps prevent all the millions of trees that usually end up in the landfill. Here are two other creative ideas that I love even more than the plastic versus real tree debate. Number one is rent a tree. I just found that there are some businesses that are popping up all over the world that allow you to rent a Christmas tree, which is then replanted and reused the following year. So cool. And the last one, and this is the one I'm doing this year, is to turn a pot plant into a Christmas tree. So buy a pot plant, or if you already have one that's perfect, use that and decorate it for your Christmas tree. And then when the holiday is over, simply take off the decorations and you can enjoy your pot plant year round. All right, swap number four, use eco-friendly Christmas decorations. So instead of plastic decorations, opt for natural and biodegradable materials, such as pine cones, fresh flowers, or recyclable materials. Not only are these more beautiful, but they can also help you feel more connected to nature, even when it's cold outside and you're hunkering down inside. Also consider using energy-efficient LED lights. According to one study by the U.S. Department of Energy, if everyone in the U.S. replaced their conventional string lights with LED lights, it would save about 2 billion kilowatts of electricity each month. Amazing. While you're saving electricity, consider turning your thermostat down by one degree, which can save you 10% on your electric bill each year. And don't forget to turn off your Christmas lights when you go to bed. All right, last and final swap on our Christmas roundup. Reduce food waste. As I shared in the last episode specifically on food, the single biggest way that individuals can help with climate change is by reducing food waste. And the holidays are famous for food waste. So what can you do? You can make a meal plan ahead of time and take a head count of how many people will be at each meal. And then you can buy only what you need. I know this takes a little extra work up front, but it saves you time, money, and waste. And then if you've already eaten your delicious Christmas dinner, make sure to freeze leftovers in reusable containers so that you can enjoy the yummy food for a few more months. Neither of those options work for you. Well, you can always compost the leftovers so they can be reused as rich soil rather than filling up landfill. And while you're shopping for your Christmas dinner, opt for locally sourced organic and seasonal foods. This supports local farmers and markets to reduce the carbon footprint associated with food transportation. And lastly, consider incorporating more plant-based dishes to reduce the environmental impact of your meals. For example, maybe your family isn't full vegan or vegetarian, so perhaps you still have your traditional Christmas ham, but lunch is a vegetarian chili stew, or breakfast is berry pancakes rather than eggs and bacon. Little swaps can make a big difference. And if you haven't yet, don't forget to listen to episode number one on food, activator episode number one on food for more helpful tips. All right, so let me wrap this up. Here are the five powerful ways you can care for the earth this Christmas season. Number one, be mindful in your gift giving. Number two, wrap your gifts well. Number three, choose the right tree. Number four, use eco-friendly decor. Number five, reduce food waste. 
I hope you found these tips useful. As promised, I wanted to share some advice as well if you find yourself being the eco leader in your family. So perhaps you find the holidays wasteful and you want to help your family make sustainable changes. And yet you don't want to be the buzzkill during the holidays or the family black sheep. Maybe your parents or grandparents roll their eyes when you suggest a plant-based meal or your children protest when you say there will only be one gift this year. This is understandably a quite a tough place to be and it can cause friction inside the family. So what can you do if you are the eco-leader of your family? First thing I would say is to focus on what you want to add rather than what you want to take away. So this might sound like, I'd love to receive reused or homemade gifts from you. They mean so much more to me personally, rather than saying, please don't keep buying me new stuff from Amazon. I don't need or want it. The first example is giving your family advice on what you do want and what they can give you that you will love rather than telling them what you don't want. This can go a long way in bringing people along on the movement. You could also say something like, I'm using pine cones and flowers as decor this season rather than buying a new glow-up Santa. What do you think? And so you're focusing on what you're adding rather than what you're taking away. The second thing is to lead in your own actions. So rather than preaching about what others should or shouldn't be doing, for example, I cannot believe you bought a plastic tree, (laughs) focus on making sustainable changes yourself. And if people ask about the changes, then you can share why it's important to you. In this way, you're an example of sustainability and you can inspire others to join the movement in a way that shaming or preaching never could. And then the last one is to recognize that everyone is at their own place on their eco journey and to hold your position as the eco leader softly. So know that it's a long road with many small steps that we can all take and do your best to be compassionate with yourself and with your family as you all make changes to be kinder to the earth. Remember, it's a long journey and each step matters. If you're craving community and a candid space to talk about the challenges and joys of your personal eco journey, check out our five circles. This is where we meet and share our real life stories about making tangible changes to care for the earth. The link is in the show notes for you if you'd like to join the next one. So that's a wrap on episode two. Did you get something useful from it? I hope so. I would love if you took one minute to complete the feedback survey. This helps me to continue to make these episodes more useful for you. The link is in the show notes. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next month as we cover how to travel more sustainably. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year's. Thank you for listening to Activators from Imagine 5. Follow us and find more inspiring stories at imagine5.com.